Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to worship today. It's good to be with you all here in the Lord's house. Come on up, guys, to worship him uh, and to receive his gifts of word and sacrament. While the children are taking their seats, let's stand today and greet each other in the name of the Lord. And members, if you see somebody that you don't recognize, please go say hi to them and welcome them today. Good morning, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I'm Nick Prater, and it's my privilege to be your announcer on this, the fifth Sunday of Easter. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is the chief organist, Mrs. Susan Sinegar, and the acolytes are Kai Brown and Peyton Minnie. Our radio broadcast today is sponsored by the Congregation of St. John's Lutheran Church from Stones Prairie, Purdy, Missouri, and dedicated to the glory of God. The broadcasts are made possible by donations to the radio ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help. Our opening hymn today will be number 605 in the Lutheran service book, Father Welcomes. And as you are taking your seats, uh, just a few announcements before we begin with worship today. First of all, our quarterly voters meeting is today following the potluck dinner. Now, there's been uh, a location change for the meeting. There was a bit of a scheduling hiccup. um, And so the location for the meeting itself will be here in the sanctuary, but we're still going to eat first over in the fellowship hall. So when you're done eating, come back over to to the sanctuary, uh, and we will have our meeting here. We apologize for the inconvenience there, um, but there was a bit of a scheduling hiccup, and so this is how we've ironed it out. Um, We appreciate your patience in that. Next, confirmation roll call list is in mailboxes. Please notify any family member or friends that are on the list and invite them to join us on Sunday, May the 27th for their recognition. This is something that this church uh, has done for many, many years in which it takes Um, Every year, uh, it takes a different set of confirmation graduates throughout the past years, and we recognize them, and we thank God for them. That is happening Sunday, May the 27th. I believe that's all of the announcements that we have for this morning. Please join me in a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful morning for which you have given us. To be here, to worship together, to worship you, to be in one communion within the mystical body of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we pray, Lord, that now that you would give us a zeal this morning in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, give us a zeal this morning, Lord, for your house of worship here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our first hymn, uh, as we prepare to baptize Ryder, is Father Welcomes. You'll find that in your hymnal. Hymnal number 605, Father Welcomes.
this time, uh, in celebration of this momentous occasion for this family and for Ryder, I invite all of the young disciples who are here today who would like to come and see this up close and personal to come forward and please have a seat on the steps right up here. So come on up if you would like to see this a little bit closer. I invite the congregation to turn to page 268 in the front part of your hymnal to follow along with the order of holy baptism. So we begin today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Dearly beloved, Christ our Lord says in the last chapter of Matthew, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In the last chapter of Mark, our Lord promises, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And the Apostle Peter has written, Baptism now saves you. The Word of God also teaches that we are all conceived and born sinful and are under the power of the devil until Christ claims us as his own. We would be lost forever unless delivered from sin, death, and everlasting condemnation. But the Father of all mercy and grace has sent his Son, Jesus Christ, to atone for the sin of the whole world, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And how is this child named? Writer Eli Wade Presley, receive the sign of the cross both upon your forehead and upon your heart, to mark you as run redeemed by Christ. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, according to your strict judgment, you condemned the unbelieving world through the flood. Yet according to your great mercy, you preserved believing Noah and his family, eight souls in all. You drowned hard-hearted Pharaoh and all his hosts in the Red Sea, yet led your people Israel through the water on dry ground, foreshadowing this washing of your holy baptism. Through the baptism in the Jordan of your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, you sanctified and instituted all waters to be a blessed flood and a lavish washing away of sin. We pray that you would behold Ryder according to your boundless mercy and bless him with true faith by the Holy Spirit, that through this saving flood all sin in him, which has been inherited from Adam and which he himself has committed since, will be drowned and die. Grant that he be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church, being separated from the multitude of unbelievers, serving your name at all times with a fervent spirit and a joyful hope, so that with all believers in your promise, he would be declared worthy of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. From ancient times, the church has observed the custom of appointing sponsors for baptismal candidates and catechumens. In the evangelical Lutheran church, sponsors are to confess the faith expressed in the Apostles' Creed and taught in the small catechism. They are, whenever possible, to witness the baptism of those they sponsor. They are to pray for them, support them in their ongoing instruction and nurture in the Christian faith, and encourage them to and encourage them to the faithful reception of the Lord's Supper. They are at all times to be examples of them of the holy life, of faith in Christ, and love for the neighbor. 
If it is your intention to serve Ryder as his sponsor in the Christian faith, then answer yes with the help of God. God, I enable you to will to do this faithful, loving work, and with his grace fulfill what we are unable to do. Amen. Here now the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. They brought young children to Jesus that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. This is the word of our Lord. And we pray together as one Christian church family the prayer in which our Lord gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord preserve your coming in and your going out, from this time forth and even forevermore. And so we, as Riders Congregational Family, are going to answer these questions that are on page 270 for him in anticipation of one day you will be confirmed in this same faith. And then you will answer these questions for yourself, too. Rider, do you renounce the devil? Yes, I renounce him. Do you renounce all his works? Yes, I renounce him. Do you renounce all his ways? Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth? Yes, I believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried? He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting? Yes, I And Ryder, I'm going to ask you this. Ryder, do you desire to be baptized? Yes. He said yes. <laughs> Come on up. Ryder Eli Wade Preston, I baptize you. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God and our Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given you right of the new birth of water and of the Spirit, and has forgiven you all of your sins, strengthen you with his grace to life everlasting. Amen. Receive this white garment to show that you have been clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness that covers all your sin. So shall you stand without fear before the judgment seat of Christ, to receive the inheritance prepared for you from before the foundation of the world.
Receive also this burning light to heaven when I give this to you. Receive also this burning light to show that you have received Christ, who is the light of the world. Live always in the light of Christ, and be ever watched before his coming, that you may meet him with joy and enter with him into the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which shall have no end. In holy baptism, God the Father has made you a member of his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir with us of all the treasures of heaven, and the one holy Christian and apostolic church. We receive you in Jesus' name as our brother in Christ, and that together we might hear his word, receive his gifts, and proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Let us approach the altar, and if you guys can make us a little aisle, that would be great. Good enough, thank you. You guys, Ed, you can just kind of stand along here. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful God and Father, we thank and praise you that you graciously preserve and enlarge your family and have granted to Ryder the new birth and holy baptism and made him a member of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir of your heavenly kingdom. We humbly implore you that as he has now become your child, that you would keep him in his baptismal grace, that according to your good pleasure, he may faithfully grow to lead a godly life to the praise and honor of your holy name, and finally, with all of your saints, obtain the promised inheritance in heaven. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And Ryder, you're going to come with me. Come on down. Over here. Okay. Follow me down here. Watch your step. Okay. Come over here. And you're going to meet all... Did you see all these beautiful people? Okay. <laughs> It is my joy and privilege to introduce to you this morning the newest member of God's family, Ryder Eli Presley. Will you please welcome him? So now I ask you, as his congregational family, do you promise to pray for him, to aid his mom and his dad and all who love and care for him, to raise him to know that Jesus is his Lord and Savior. If this is your intention, then answer by saying, Ryder, we welcome you. And you, Ryder, the Lord preserve your coming in truly from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. And you guys can go back and sit down in your seats too. Please stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart, and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, 
Almighty God, in His mercy, has given His Son to die for you, and for His sake He forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. A little while, and you will see me no longer. I will extol you, my God and King. And bless Every day I will bless you. The Lord is gracious and merciful. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A little while, and you will see me no longer. God, you make the minds of your faithful to be of one will. Grant that we may love what you have commanded and desire what you promise, that among the many changes of this world our hearts may be fixed where true joys are found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading today is Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. 
Praise him was that the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Praise him with tambourine and dancing. Praise him with the strings and flute. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. We continue with the graduate. Christ has risen from the dead. He has given him dominion over the works of his hands. Our special music today comes to us from the Lambs Choir of Trinity Lutheran School under the direction of Dana Warmington with Amanda Minning, accompanist. wonderful piece, a wonderful song as well. Thank you for sharing us that gospel truth. It is now time for all the young disciples who are not already up here uh, to come forward for the children's message. Now is a good time, if you have them, to bring up your mighty mites as well.
ground and face the altar. All right. All right, so I have a question that I want to start off with. Where, who can tell me, raise your, raise your hand, who can tell me where fruit comes from? Where does it come from, Harper? From a tree, probably, yeah. From a tree. What's your favorite fruit, Jackson? Watermelon. MJ, what's your favorite fruit? Cantaloupe. Okay, Seth? Watermelon. A lot of watermelon. Grace? Strawberries. Oh, good. Okay. Reagan? Grapes. Okay. Logan? Strawberries and blueberries. Do you like them together or separate? Or both? Either one. Both? Okay. Cohen? Ooh, apples. Good. Okay. Ryder? Blueberries? Trees. You're right. Okay, so that's a good segue, Nate. Okay, so we know that fruit comes from trees. A fruit cannot just sort of produce itself, right? I mean, a, a fruit just can't wake up and say, you're right, you're right. A fruit can't just wake up and, and say one day, oh, well, I think I decide I want to be a fruit today. No, it has to come from a source. It has to come from a tree. It has to come from something that is outside of itself. Well, what we're going to be talking about today in the message is how if we remain in what, in what is called, what Christ calls himself, the true vine, okay? If we remain in the true vine, then we too will bear fruit. And we're going to talk about what some of those fruits are and what they look like, okay? Will you guys put your hands together and repeat after me? Dear Jesus, thank you that you are the true vine and we are the branches. Help us to remain in you so that we bear fruit. We love you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for coming up. You guys can go back and sit with your folks. The epistle today is from 1 John 4, verses 1 through 11. Test the spirits. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus has come in in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. We are from God. And whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. God's love and ours. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. 
Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how we know. This is how God showed his love amongst us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand. The Holy Gospel today, according to St. John, the 15th chapter. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every fruit, well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the, world, because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. This is the gospel of our Lord. Our hymn of the day is number 923 in the Lutheran service book. Almighty Father, bless the word.
Would you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's meditation is from the gospel lesson that was just read from John chapter 15, where Jesus talks about how he is the true vine, we are the branches. If we remain in him and in his word, we will bear much fruit. And apart from him, we can do nothing. So far the text for this morning. In an effort to try to come up with what it's like, I think, to be in the true vine, to be in Jesus. I was trying to think of different analogies and different metaphors, and this is the one that I came up with, or at least one of them that I came up with. If you've ever played baseball before, or softball, and you know that if you're up there at, at the plate, and if you swing as hard as you can, and if you hit the ball just right, any former baseball players or softball players in, in here? Okay, yeah, okay, so you know that when you hit the ball just right, you hit the sweet spot. And it takes just very little effort to hit that ball and lift it as far as you can possibly make it go. It's a wonderful feeling. It's, 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 just, it's just nice. It's so easy. The swing is so easy. The, the contact that is made is so easy. But you also know that if you've ever played baseball or softball, and if you swing the bat as hard as you can, but you don't hit it in the right place, what does it feel like? It's, it stings, right? It hurts. You haven't hit the sweet spot, but rather you've hit a different spot. And the ball might go out for a home run, if you swing hard enough, I guess, and if you're strong enough. But usually whenever we swing the bat and it stings our hands and we hit the ball wrong, that means that, well, we're probably going to be called out in some way, shape, or form. This got me to thinking, too. We just had a baptism for Ryder today. Ryder, congratulations. i got to give you another five. That's just, that was just great. There we go. We had another baptism today. God's family continues to be Growing, and growing, and growing, and growing. One more was added into God's family, and so it kind of got me to, to thinking maybe there's a modern-day example that we can describe of what baptism is like. Now, I didn't know this up until a couple of years ago. I had never heard of the process in horticulture called grafting. I had no idea what that, what that was. I, di I didn't even know how it worked. But apparently what you do in this grafting process is you take one plant that is really strong and then you take another, another plant that is not so strong and is not doing well, is not bearing any kind of fruit at all, and you place them together. You connect them in some way, sometimes by tape and sometimes by other ways. And so what happens then is that over, over time, these two plants that were separate then eventually become one single plant, growing together, growing in unity. 
And the one plant that wasn't doing so well, the one plant that perhaps even was near death, that has been grafted into the plant that is healthy and alive and bearing a lot of fruit, is saved. And they become one single plant. Yeah, this sort of sounds like the sacrament of baptism that we just witnessed. Ryder, as healthy of a young boy as he is, still has sin, like you and I. Ryder, at one time, was dead in his trespasses and sins, but God, in his infinite mercy and grace, literally grafted Ryder into himself through this sacrament. As Romans chapter 6 says, we have been united with Christ. And because of this, Ryder now is going to bear fruit, is going to continue to bear fruit. And we're going to talk about what those fruits look like in just a little bit. The same thing goes for you and I as we have been baptized into Christ, baptized into his name in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. As if we were, as if we were baptized by God himself, grafted into Christ, being one with Christ in his death and in his resurrection. Remaining in the vine, remaining in the vine of Jesus is our sweet spot. It's where everything makes sense. It's where our lives make the most sense. It's where our lives were intended to be. And how do we do that? How do we remain in the vine? We remain by heeding the gracious call of Jesus to come and to follow him. And we do that in two ways. Number one, as Jesus says, we remain in his word. We remain in the word spoken and written about him. Do not let this come as a shock to you, but this has to happen more than once a week. It has to happen more than the seventh day every week. I'm sorry, the first day of every week. It has to happen daily. It has to happen on a daily basis that we are in his word. That we are in a daily devotional of some kind. That we, even if we just have to simply pick up our Bible and pick out a page and start reading. That's how we remain in the vine. That's how we remain in him. The second way, the, the second way that we remain in the vine is by witnessing, by being a part of, by being a part of this as well, that we remain in his sacraments. Because it is through the sacraments that Christ gives of himself. We have been grafted in to the true vine, Christ, when those words were spoken to us, water poured over us three times, perhaps here or somewhere else. That you were baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, united with him. All of your sins have been washed away forever, and you are a new creation each and every day. And so some of you might ask, well, that's really nice for Ryder because it just happened to him, but, but what about the rest of us? What about those of us who were baptized years ago? How does that, how do we, how do we, how can we remember that? One way, very simply, is that every time you make the sign of the cross, Lutherans don't fret. We can do it too. 
It's not just for the Catholics. Every time that you make the sign of the cross, it is a simple reminder that you have been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I would encourage you to do that every morning when you wake up, to do it at lunchtime even, to do it every night before you go to bed. Make the sign of the cross in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and remind yourself through His Spirit that you have been baptized, that you remain in the true vine, Jesus Christ. And the simple fact is, is that, that, as you and I very well know, we'd better. We'd better remain in the true vine because you and I know there's all kinds of stuff outside of these walls, and sometimes it even gets here, that is clamoring for our attention. Some of, of this stuff can seem very innocent. Sometimes it's, it's our own families. Sometimes it's the ones that we love. Perhaps our schedules are so busy right now that we might go home and look at our schedule for this coming week and think, man, when am I going to ever be able to have a devotional time? When am I going to be awake enough to read the Bible? When am I going to be awake enough to pray? When am I not going to be tired? In order for us to remain in the vine, you and I have to find those times. Because there is so much that is outside of Christ, that is, is, is outside, that is trying to get us to not be in the vine. We talked about this this morning in Bible class. Satan has lost, but that it hasn't stopped him until Christ returns. That does not stop him from trying to bring down everybody else with him. That includes you and I. He's not so much concerned about the ones that he already has, even though he still has his minions working on them. But make no mistake, he is much more concerned about you and I. Do you know why? Because we're in Christ. And because he knows that as long as we live, that as long as we continue to profess and proclaim the name of Jesus, that he won't win. That he will not achieve his ultimate goal of bringing down as many people with himself into the fiery pits of hell like him. And so my encouragement, one of my encouragements to you this morning is to take a few moments after worship today, when you go back home, perhaps after the voters' assembly, if you are a member here, and go home and take five minutes. Five minutes and look at your week and look at it and think, what is clamoring for my attention? Some of it you have to do, right? I mean, some of it, you, I mean, you have to work. If you have kids, you have to make sure that they're fed. You have to take care of them. And some of those things you have to do. But my encouragement to you is if there are things that you don't necessarily have to do, and if your week is so busy that you are not doing a daily devotional or at least a weekly devotional, at least that, then you're too busy. And so I would encourage you to take just five minutes today and before Monday gets here and look at your week and say, I can do, I can, I can be in God's word here, I can be in God's word here, and do that. 
That is how we remain in the vine. And the Spirit helps us to do that. And when that happens, fruit will start happening. Keep this in mind. In verse 8, Jesus says something that if we're not careful can be a little bit confusing. John chapter 15, verse 8. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Let's make sure that we have this verse perfectly clear. We are not disciples because we bear fruit. We are, we bear fruit because we are disciples. In the same way that a tree, as we were talking about with the kids here, in the same way that a tree or a vine cannot just, I'm sorry, that, that, a, that a fruit cannot just up and one day say, hey, I want to be a fruit. In the same way, you cannot just up and one day say, hey, I want to be a disciple that bears fruit. The reason why you and I bear fruit, the reason why that, 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 that those fruits are the blossoms of those vines is because they are connected to the vine. They are connected to the tree. We bear fruit because we are disciples. We are not disciples because we bear fruit. And what is that, that, that fruit? Well, Galatians chapter 5 has a wonderful passage on that. Fruit of the Spirit is... Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and, and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You are not able to bear these fruit by yourselves. But the reason why you bear this fruit is because of who lives in you. Because of whose name that you have been baptized into. Because of whose body and blood that you partake in. The true vine, Jesus Christ. We bear fruit because of, of the Spirit's work in us. Continuing to sanctify us each and every day. This is why, sort of on a side note, this is why we only need to be baptized once. Because one baptism is all that the Spirit needs to continue to bear fruit in your life. To continue to keep you in the true faith. I believe in one baptism the Nicene Creed says, for the forgiveness of sins. Remaining in the vine is where we want to be. It's our sweet spot. It's where our world makes sense. It's where we find life and salvation. And we stay there because the Spirit keeps us there. If we should, of our own doing, start departing from the vine, well then guess what happens to us? To those of us who are weak. We fall and we fail. But through his Holy Spirit, God makes this promise to you and to I. By remaining in me, by remaining in him, you will forever be in the sweet spot. You will forever bear fruit. Forever will I carry you back to myself. Always. Same promise made to Ryder this morning. 
that no matter what happens in Ryder's life, the Spirit and Jesus and his Father will always seek after him, will always continue to sanctify him, to continue to bear fruit in him. And so we pray, Lord, that we may always remain in you, for this is where we bear fruit. This is where we have life and salvation. This is where Jesus takes away the sting of sin, Satan, and death. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. We continue by reciting the words of our Christian faith. We do so using the Apostles' Creed, as it is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, the only Son of the Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of God, and the life of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. At this time, we will gather our tithes and offerings. Now is a good time, whether you are a member or a guest with us, to please uh, sign in in the red sign-in book that is found, I think, on the inside aisles. Uh, those who receive it on the windows, please send it back to the aisles. And then the, those who are sitting in the aisle, you have a job to do, a simple one. Please, take, please just take a moment to tear off the top sheet and place it on top of the red book so that after worship, the elders can come around and collect those. We collect our tithes and offerings. announcements this morning. The church picnic is quickly approaching. We need a lot of volunteers every year to make this event possible. Setup day will be Saturday, June 2nd. Cleanup will happen Friday evening after the picnic is over. The church is also in need of greeters. If anyone would be interested, please call Connie Chapman at 417 417- 827-0952 to volunteer as a greeter on Sunday mornings. Our LWML will meet May 3rd. All women are invited to attend. Our opening devotion begins at 1.30 in the Fellowship Hall. Please join us.
Please stand. We have several folks that we want to remember. First, for those on our health list, from Melba McCord, Nancy McRoberts, Ella Kleibaker, Flora Oberman, Landreth Worm, Erna Shane, Janice Meyer, Myron Reed, Carol McIntyre, Orrin Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Dan and Joan Haynes, Addison Trokey, Steve Doss, Becky Morgan, Wayne Towers, Alice Helmkamp, Bob Dotson, Ashley Kruger, and Elda Nelson. We go to our Lord in prayer. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your goodness and mercy that you keep us in you, the true vine. Help us, we pray, to remain in your word and in your sacraments so that we may bear, so that we may bear the fruits of the Spirit. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, with, the, with joy, the church continues to celebrate the resurrection victory of your beloved Son. Look in your mercy on all who have been baptized into his death and resurrection, and grant them grace each day to die to sin and rise to newness of life with him. Lord, in your mercy. King of kings and Lord of lords, to you we commend our public servants in this land. Bless and prosper them in their callings. Hinder everything in our common life that is against your will and establish and strengthen every good endeavor. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of kindness, remember in tenderness those who are in need of your healing and comfort today, especially for those who are on our health list, and for all those that we name before you in our hearts. By the power of your Holy Spirit, grant them grace to trust themselves entirely to your loving care. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we especially give you thanks for all those who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries this week. We pray to you that your love would increasingly shine in, in their lives in the many days ahead. Bless them, Lord, for those who are celebrating anniversaries, that in the days ahead they may always grow in love and unity with one another. Lord, for those who are celebrating birthdays, Lord, may they have peace and happiness on this, on that special day. And may that divine peace and happiness follow them the rest of their lives. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious Master, your beloved Son summons us to his table to partake of his body and blood for the forgiveness of sins, for a share in his own divine life, and for our everlasting salvation. Grant to us repentance and faith, that we may receive this sacrament in a worthy manner into our abundant blessing. Lord, in your mercy. 
giver of the life that never ends. Receive today our heartfelt thanks, heartfelt thanks for all of your servants who have departed this life in saving faith and who live in you forevermore. In your boundless love, bring us with them to share in the joys of the new heavens and the new earth. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God. And most especially are we bound to praise you on this day for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, the very Paschal Lamb, who was sacrificed for us and bore the sins of the world. By his dying he has destroyed death, and by his rising again he has restored us to everlasting life. Therefore, with Mary Magdalene, Peter and John, and with all the witnesses of the resurrection, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communing, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm with each communicant that Jesus is your Savior and Lord, and with Lutheran Christians you confess. I recognize and confess that I am a sinner. I repent of my sin and ask God's forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior sin, Satan, and death. I believe that the risen Christ is really present in the sacrament, and none of the form of bread and wine. I receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of my sins and the strengthening of my faith and mind. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
First of our distribution hymns today is number 474 in the Lutheran service book, verses 1 through 3.
second of our distribution hymns today is number 633, verses 1 through 5. That's number 633. At Lamb's High Feast we sing. Next of our distribution hymns today is number 525 in the Lutheran Service Book, Crown Him with Many Crowns, number 525.
Please stand. May this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. The Lord be with you. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Blessed be the Lord. Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Our closing hymn today is number 601 service book, All Who Believe and Are Baptized, number 601. It's been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things.
An extra word of welcome and greetings to our guests and visitors today. We're very glad that you are here to worship with us today. Uh, just a reminder that there is now a potluck dinner uh, right after we get done here over in the fellowship hall. After we have done uh, and we have finished eating, we will come back over here to the sanctuary uh, where we will begin the voters' assembly. Uh, I pray that you all have a very, very blessed week. <laughs> 